Hi, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm your host, Becca. I'm a certified personal trainer, holistic health coach, and future chiropractor on my way to figuring out this thing we called life. Now, let's get babbling. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Becca Babbles Podcast. I'm currently recording at my school. I've never done this before besides an interview, and it's actually really interesting. I might have to do this more often now that I'll be at school more, but I'm going to have to get used to this because the room that I'm in right now, just for you to picture it, is like glass, but like I can't see the sides. But if someone walks across with me just talking into a microphone, they might be questioning what I'm doing. But you know, it's fine because all I really care about is for you guys to get all this information, which leads me into what this podcast is about. I was thinking about this recently because I've had a few friends at my school asking me about what it was like for me personal training or like lifting and like living a healthy lifestyle and like what actually is healthy um, and just other questions that they had um, especially female related Um, so we'll definitely get into that and I just it got me thinking about how when I started my fitness journey yes of course there was the whole like where I had to eat less, move more, and I thought that was the right way to go. Um, There was a lot of like body dysmorphia, but even when I started heading into the like lifting heavy and wanting to get strong or um, wanting to build muscle, there was a lot of things that I didn't know what was going to happen. Um, And not like lessons learned, but just like Things I didn't expect to happen that I don't think people talk about when it comes to lifting. Um, A lot of the times people just talk about all the great stuff with lifting, which is like great. And because I want more people to lift because I feel like it's just a great mindset. It's great for your health. Um, But I think there's also some things people should know about because it, I almost felt like I don't know if you ever feel this way, where it seems like everyone's making progress in their life or everyone's promoting how great this thing is. It could be anything in your life right now. Um, And then you start doing it and you're like, wait, they never talked about this. And you start to question, like, am I doing this wrong? Um, So I just wanted to make a podcast about lifting and like things people don't talk about, especially for females, um, as far as like what you may be feeling, what you may be experiencing, and to let you know that you are not crazy, that you are not weak, and that like everyone else goes through the same things that you go through. Um, And the first one I wanted to go to start with, and I feel like I talk about this one a lot if you've listened to my podcast, but it's you have to eat more. Like, no doubt you have to eat more. Most, especially females, um, have been told for most of their life that you need to eat less. For some reason, we always picture a guy when they're on a date with a girl, like they get to eat the hamburger, they get to eat the steak, they get to eat whatever, and then the girl has to like sit over there and eat their petite salad. Yeah, no, I'm just, it flat, straight flat out there, no. (laughs) Um, For me, I actually... Sometimes I like, if I was to go on a date, um, or dates that I have been on, I like to get the most outrageous, like, questionable, just to, like, test to see what their reaction is, because that's just who I am, um, just to sort of challenge that whole, like, I'm not going to eat this wimpy, um, 
food. <laughs> Not to say that a salad is wimpy or anything, but like this girl's definitely going to get her protein in because I know how important it is to get your protein, fat and carb and veggie, of course. But um, you will probably feel uncomfortable feeling like you need to eat more. Um, even my clients who haven't had an eating disorder past, but most girls who um, are told like I'm telling them like hey eat more protein they're like it's not even the fact that it's protein um but it's the fact of knowing that they're putting in more calories into their body and I want to let you know when you are trying to build muscle where's that energy coming from like your body can't just make muscle out of thin air it has to have some sort of energy to start building that muscle. It needs material. It's like saying, um, like, for example, the three little pigs. It's like they had to pick some sort of material. Some material was better than other material, but they had to have some sort of material to build their house. And if they didn't, then they were going to get eaten by the wolf. Like, that's kind of just how it happened. <laughs> um, same thing with building muscle with your body. It's like you need to have enough protein to build that muscle. You also need to have enough carbohydrates to build that muscle because I'm telling you right now, if you are trying to be low carb or keto or whatever other weird diet that cuts out carbs or says that they're bad, your workouts are going to be crap. <laughs> I've, I've learned from experience. I've done this multiple times. Like if you think that you can have a good workout, especially one that deals with a lot of endurance or even like strength power lifting workouts. Like your body wants that quick source of energy and it's going to be really hard to pull that through fat or protein. Protein, actually, you don't want to use that as an energy source. You want to use that for building, for enzymes, for making amino acids, but you don't want to actually use that as an energy source. Your body actually wants to use fats, but mostly glucose, which is from carbohydrates. Um, so just keep that in mind every time you're like, oh, maybe should I cut out this carb? Be like, no, this is going to fuel my workout. Uh, some carbs that I like to use are, of course, sweet potatoes. You hear me talk about those all the time. I love sweet potatoes. I love potatoes. I love white rice. White rice is so good pre-workout because it's easy to digest. I know a lot of people have this whole debate about brown rice and white rice, but honestly, if you actually look at the nutrition facts on the back, the only difference between brown rice and white rice is like one gram of fiber. <laughs> and a lot of people who tend to like be concerned about their health get enough fiber in their diet. And might actually have a hard time digesting brown rice. And if the purpose of the carbohydrate that you are eating is for energy, which is totally okay, might actually be white rice because it is easy to digest and you won't be dealing with all these digestive issues. Because if your body can't absorb the energy that you are consuming, or absorb, actually, it would be absorb the food that you were eating, then you won't be able to use that energy because you'll be dealing with all these digestive issues um, and your body will be using all that energy to then deal with the digestive issues instead of helping you with having an amazing workout. So all that to be said, you can't always be on a cut. I know 
even for me, it was a hard time where it's like you're you're telling yourself, oh, I can build muscle. I'm going to build muscle. But then in the back of your mind, you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, my gosh, I need to like cut my calories again or I need to stop eating this much. And I promise you when you're sending your body the signal of like, hey, let's fuel um, and let's build, it will build. Now, you might feel a little bit uncomfortable because if you're adding in more carbohydrates, um, I think I've talked about this before in my carbohydrate episode, which I will link in the description. Um, I can't remember which episode it is. I'll have to look that up later. But in that one, I talk about how carbohydrates do hold on to water. So you might be feeling a little bit more like bloated or like you're retaining more water, which is perfectly fine because it's just the carbohydrates that you're eating. You're not actually gaining any fat, but that's what scares a lot of people because all you're doing is looking in the mirror or you go on the scale and you're thinking, oh my goodness, I've just gained a ton of weight. I'm going to continue to gain weight. And I promise you, it's literally just you fueling your body more. Um, and it's nothing to do with you gaining weight. So don't let that stop you from building muscle and getting stronger. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is how your lifting journey will not be linear. And I feel like more people are talking about this or how like your life is a journey. It's not a destination or whatever other Pinterest quote you want to throw in there. But I'm going to be, I'm going to get a little bit more specific so many people like you want to try and have the least amount of injury as possible so you continue working out and be able to work out but it's gonna happen like my couple episode episodes ago I talked about my foot um I'm still dealing with my foot I need to go talk to a doctor about it um and I might end up having to get surgery so that's gonna be another thing so right now I'm just doing what I can as far as lifting goes but like I'm not able to do barbell squats. I'm not able to do barbell deadlifts right now. And that's okay. I know I talk about like barbell lifting all the time and how it's so beneficial. But just because I can't do that, that doesn't mean I have to stop. I'm still getting in some daily movement. I'm not overexerting myself or anything because if I do, then I have this terrible limp and then that's just going to like radiate up my spine and then I'm going to be in pain the rest of the day or the next morning I'm going to wake up and feel like an old person who needs to who needs a cane and I would rather not have to deal with that. So just like listening to my body and knowing what it needs and letting my ego stay out of the way. Um, but yeah, I'm probably not making as much progress as what I was when I was barbell lifting, but on the bright side, now I can work more on my pull-ups, which I have been doing, um, which don't have any major updates because it's only really been like three weeks since I've really been focusing on that, but I'll keep you updated on how that goes. But another thing I want to mention is females, they can be really hard on themselves especially females who start deadlifting in the gym or like, well, not specifically deadlifting, but lifting in general or just working out because there's this whole mentality of like, girls get strong, which highly, highly promote. Um, But there's this whole mindset of like, girls got to be strong all the time. Can't be weak. 
And then there might be a few females who have a regular menstrual cycle, which I highly recommend having, um, especially if you're not on birth control. Um, Again, make whatever choices that is best for you. But let's say you are having a regular cycle or you're trying to get your cycle regulated. um, You're going to have drops in strength. It is really, really common. Um, yes, it's going to be different for everyone because I know some people who, depending on what stage they're at in their cycle, a lot of people feel really weak around their luteal phase. And if you don't know what your luteal phase is, this is basically, um, the few weeks leading up to your period. So you have your luteal phase where, you're about to menstruate so this is the area where a lot of people might be dealing with a ton of pms symptoms and you might be feeling weaker because your body's literally getting ready to shed that lining and it uses a lot of energy for that so it makes sense that you're weak and i'm not saying like weaker by five ten pounds like i'm saying you might be weaker by like 20 30 pounds i know my deadlift can go down a lot when i'm in my luteal phase but some people it might be their menstrual phase and this is where you are completely shedding your lining you're bleeding your estrogen progesterone are really low but then some people they feel amazing during that phase i know for myself like that's when that's when I feel my best actually, which is actually kind of funny because I know most people think about like being on their period and having like all these cramps and all these PMS symptoms then, which is common. Um, but it shouldn't be to the extreme of feeling like you can't get out of bed. If your menstrual cycle feels like you can't get out of bed, you can't do anything. Um, it's taking over your entire day. You just want to lay in bed all day then there's some underlying root causes that you need to work on but it's super common to like feel a little bit weaker um or to like have a few cramps but it shouldn't be detrimental to you and also it depends on what like season of your life you're in so right now for me i'm in grad school so my time and my stress levels are completely different than what it was in high school. In high school, we all know we can like kind of slide by a bit in high school. Um, granted, in high school, I still put a ton of pressure on myself. But in grad school right now, like I am or in doctorate school right now, it's like I have even more pressure than I had in high school and I have less time than I did in high school. So my workouts are going to help support the stage of life that I'm in right now. I shouldn't be stressing myself even more in my workouts if my life stress is already high because then I'm not going to make progress either way. And that's sort of the mindset I've been trying to work on to be in to where it's like your whole life shouldn't be surrounded by your workouts. Your workout should be supporting your life and not making you feel dead. So if you feel like you're working out and you're like, I can only work out at the end of the day because I feel dead afterwards. That means you're working out way too hard or you're doing too much or your workout is too stressful. You should feel energized after your workout. So for me, I love morning workouts. Yes, I'm also a morning person, so that helps. But after your workout, you should feel energized. That means that you did enough 
and that you didn't overexert yourself. If you feel like you want to go to bed, then that's either like maybe you didn't eat enough before your workout. Maybe you worked out too hard. Maybe um, you need to like maybe your blood sugar dropped. So you need to have some fuel after you work out. But most likely you probably worked out way too hard. And I think that's a misconception that a lot of people have because it's that whole like sore, not sorry sort of situation. And I know I have a tank top that says that, but literally it's just because I need tank tops to work out in. And that was a tank top that was gifted to me. So maybe I should get rid of it and be like energized, not sorry. (laughs) Maybe that would be a little bit better. Or I should just get a totally different tank top in general. And speaking of clothes, the next thing I want to talk about is how normal clothes will not fit you. As you start lifting, your body will start to change. And yes, people talk about how like amazing their bodies look and like how they're able to shape like um, their aesthetics and maybe their butts growing, maybe um, their backs growing. But what a lot of people don't talk about is how most clothes and clothing stores don't actually fit people who lift weights, even the athletic clothes store, because most of the athletic clothes stores are having clothes for people who run and people who run have different body shapes than people who lift. Now I know there are some runners who also lift and who also run. And so again, every body shape is going to be different, but your body will change and certain areas of your clothes will get tighter. So for example, for me, like, yes, my butt grew, but it felt like I was like, oh my gosh, my waistband is getting tighter. So that must mean that I'm like gaining weight. Well, yes, technically I was gaining weight, but I was gaining muscle, but it was in the completely different area than what I thought it was. But I think a big one is what people don't talk about is how your back or your shoulders grow. And so like certain t-shirts will feel tighter or like my bra strap will like, it will feel tight and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm gaining too much weight. And then it's like, no, it's just because I have bigger lats and muscle still takes up space. It's still tissue. It takes up space and that's completely normal. That just means you need to get different clothes. I know I went to Target a couple weeks ago and I needed some jean shorts. And so I decided to um, grab these like black jean shorts. I've always really wanted a pair of black jean shorts. I don't know what it is. For some reason, I really like black pants, but not like slacks even though I need those for school and like business stuff but that's besides the point um so I really wanted some black jean shorts and I went to Target and I found some and I was like oh my gosh these are super cute went into the dressing room tried them on I could not get them over my butt it just it wasn't going to happen I was like what is this it literally like if you put a piece of paper up to the back of these shorts it was like parallel to the shorts like these shorts had no room for a butt and that's totally fine because there are some people out there I used to be one of those people who don't have a butt and they need shorts too so those shorts weren't for me there was nothing wrong with me because those shorts didn't fit it was just the shorts didn't fit and so I don't buy them and I find some other shorts that were made for me I know um 
some really good shorts like usually if they say curvy now those fit me better because like they actually have room for a butt um and sometimes I go more to the athletic department because like those tend to f- those outfits tend to fit me better. That's why you see people who lift, they tend to be in like stretchy pants because most general clothes don't tend to fit other people. I actually um or don't tend to fit people who lift. Um I was actually listening to a podcast and they started promoting like suits for men that were for men who lift so they don't have to constantly get it tailored and I think that's another thing people don't talk about enough about how they actually get their clothes tailored or how like um fitness models or just models in general yes those are the clothes that they are wearing in the picture but a lot of the time so that they can promote and sell the clothes that they're selling they will alter the way the clothes look so it looks better on the model so it's again it's nothing wrong with you that if the clothes don't fit, you're not wrong. It's the clothes that are wrong. So just get different clothes. And that's totally fine because we all want to like keep lifting strong or keep lifting and getting stronger because that's, that's really what matters. It doesn't matter that you can fit in a piece of clothing. So just keep that in mind. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is how not everyone who lifts or that you see in the gym or that you see on Instagram or whatever influencer has a healthy relationship with food. You don't know what's going on in someone's mind. Um, I think what highlights this really, really well is how a ton of people think that like bodybuilders have this amazing relationship with food because they are able to make their bodies amazing or like they are I don't even want to say amazing like they're able to alter their bodies and like be super shredded or stay in check or whatever saying you want to put in there but actually it's because they're able to be super disciplined and if you looked at their social life it they don't have one so if you want your life to just be surrounded by food and to be thinking about food and to be tracking food and only to be about your workouts and that's completely it and you don't want to go traveling and you don't want to um, try new foods, you don't want to try new cultures, you don't want to focus on anything else besides lifting weights and food, then be my guest, you can do that. I'd also say your health would probably be in the tank because most bodybuilders, depending on how extreme you get, but most bodybuilders end up dying pretty early. So I'll let you choose which which one you would rather. For me, for myself, I would rather just like lift super heavy. I like to try different foods. I like different cultures. I like to travel. Um, I like to go hiking. I like to do different activities. I like to focus on school and be able to learn and to learn um, and to study. I need energy for that. And with going to school, that means I am going to be sitting more, not going to have as much time for the gym. And that's okay. Um, As a person who used to be obsessed with only working out and eating the quote right foods or the amount that I thought was right, my life was surrounded by what I thought was health 
and to be honest, I was a pretty boring person. <laughs> um, I think I'm a pretty cool person now, but honestly, even my personality was not even there. Like anyone who knows me in person, I smile a lot. I joke around a lot. I'll make snark, not snarky remarks, but like childish remarks. Um, I'll giggle a lot. I'm super weird and I'm proud of it. And I love this version more this version of me more than I do back then. Yes, my body probably was the more ideal looking body, but like I hated my life. And I would way rather love my life because I'm the one who's actually living it than be the ideal version for someone else. So every time you might see like some girl or some guy who's on Instagram or whoever you follow and you're like, man, I just wish I had their body or I wish I had their life or whatever. Maybe like I don't want you to question and be like, maybe their thoughts are bad, but just think about, okay, if I was to do what they are doing, how would my relationship with food be? How would my relationships with others be? And how would my relationship with exercise be? How much time would I be spending thinking about food, thinking about exercise instead of living my life? Because it's a lot more freeing to only have to think about food a little bit and like go on with your day than it is to debate back and forth in your head. Should I eat this? Should I not? Um, oh, I'm bad for doing this. I'm good for doing that. And everything else that you can think of that comes along with a bad relationship with food. I also want to talk about how like different people have different lifting styles, which will, yes, also affect the way that your body looks. But I don't really want to put too much emphasis on that. But it also changes how your relationship with food is. So... If you're more focused on aesthetics, which is perfectly fine, that is going to change how you see food because maybe for a short period of time, you're going to have to focus more on what kinds of foods you're eating, how much you're eating, um, and that's going to affect your lifestyle. But then, And then also the way that you lift and how you focus on your lifting. So if you're focusing more on aesthetics, then you might be looking more for the pump or... Well, I'd even debate that because I still think if you're working on aesthetics, you still need to go through different rep ranges, which means you're going to have different focuses. But you're, if your ultimate focus is aesthetic, then you might be looking at how your body is changing. Um, but let's say your these next two, I feel like are more beneficial. But let's say you're looking more for like a functional approach. So if you're doing things like animal flow, yoga, or mobility, or I don't know, like mastering a Turkish getup, something like that, um, then I that's going to change the way that you're lifting. That's going to change the way that you're looking at your exercise. And even if you're going more the performance route, which might like integrate with like functional lifting, but let's say like when I think functional, I think like mobility flow sort of things. And then when I think performance, I think like power lifter getting super strong, only focusing on that. Um, that's going to affect the way that you train and 
how you see your lifting. Now, I think these last two, as far as like focusing on the functional and the performance part, I think those would benefit your relationship with food more. Um, And I like to teeter-tot back in between those because if you focus too much on just performance, then you might start like trickling into the path of like, why am I not getting stronger? And instead of the thought of like, why is my body not changing? Um, so I like to go back to the functional approach of like, okay, how is my movement going? How am I feeling? Um, how are my joints feeling? And then go back to like the performance and be like, okay, let's lift super strong. Let's get like, let's get, um, really strong. I want to lift super heavy and stuff like that. So just keep that in mind that like your lifting style will affect the way that you look at food, um, and the way that you look at your training. So Overall, just like stop with the comparison thing. You are on your own journey. But the last thing that I want to mention is that if your goal is to get strong, you will feel so confident. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people talk about this, but I just wanted to throw this in at the end because I don't think people emphasize it enough. <laughs> um, or for myself, when I was lifting, I... I knew like people would talk about it, but I didn't feel like that was going to happen to me or I didn't realize how much it was actually going to happen until later on. Um, And I think this is also how you know if your workout is effective is if you keep getting stronger. But also with that, it's like because I was able to get stronger, I was able to like have better posture, which also made me feel better. It's that whole thing of like when people would tell you to like put a pencil in your mouth. So you smile or just like smile for like five seconds when you're feeling sad and then you'll instantly feel happier. Um, It's, I feel like that's the same thing with like posture, but also just like the fact of knowing like, Hey, I can freaking deadlift like 215 pounds like that makes me excited. That makes me happy. Um, and the thought of being like, I want to reach 250 pounds for a deadlift, like that gets me excited. Um, and knowing that I am strong and capable and independent. Um, but even like people who are older, who are getting into lifting, I know um, there was a lady that I was training. She, she, she had some stuff go on in her life and she wanted to get stronger of course also she wanted to like change her body but like mostly I just wanted to focus on strength with her but then what she didn't realize is as I was helping her work on her mobility work on some like correcting her posture and that helped then like relieve any like pain she was dealing with she was also able to like start lifting her suitcase into like in the overhead bin in an airplane and that's super exciting to hear because the more that you're able to be independent for longer the more you'll be able to like keep doing the things that you want to do throughout your life or the more that you'll be able to like stay or the longer you will be able to stay out of like a nursing home which like there's nothing wrong with a nursing home. It has its place. But for me, I want to be as independent and mobile as possible. And if lifting and working on my movement and my relationship with food is going to do that, I'm going to continue to do that and only focus on those aspects because I want to be as strong as possible. 
when I get older. Because one of the things that I talked about when I was getting my CNA license, this is certified nursing assistant, is that people usually aren't sick when they get into the hospital when they're older. What ends up happening is they end up falling. They get like an injury in their like in their hip or their leg or whatever from falling and then they end up getting sick at the hospital. It wasn't they were actually sick first and then that's how they end up dying. Like, well, that's kind of really morbid the way that I put it, but it just goes to show like if you can stay independent and stay mobile and stay strong, you will be able to live longer. You will be able to be happier because I don't know if you're like me or anything, but for myself, I don't want to be living the last like five or 10 years of my life just on life support on a bed. I want to be able to be moving around with my family. And then like, if I pass away in my sleep, then like, that's totally fine. That's how I see it. Um, But going back to the like confidence piece, it's like when you know you're strong and you are capable, then that just like infuses you with confidence. And it's still something that I'm working on um, as far as like being confident. And most of it comes from you fake it till you make it sort of situation. But I definitely know that lifting weights has made me feel more confident than I have ever been in my entire life. So... I thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you guys got a lot out of it or has made you start thinking a little bit more about your lifting journey or your health journey, especially any of my females who listen to this podcast. Um, I really do appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast and let me know, have you been dealing with any of these symptoms or thoughts? And I want to know which ones help you. You can send me a DM on Instagram or you can email me at hello at beccaandwellness.com. I'd love to hear from you. So with all that being said, I can't wait to babble with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Becca Babbles Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, the best thing that you can do is leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any other listening platform of your choosing. If you want to learn more about me, you can do that by following me on Instagram at Becca and Wellness, or by checking out my blog, freebies, offers, and newsletter on my website at BeccaAndWellness.com. If you want to share the love of the podcast, you can do that by taking a screenshot and sharing it on social media and tagging me and the podcast at Becca and Wellness and using the hashtag Becca Babbles Podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I can't wait to babble with you next time.